The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Do you really know the connection between your teeth and the rest of your health? Did you know that problems in your body can affect your teeth and vice versa? If you have silver fillings, what could they be doing to present a toxic environment to your system? Welcome to the Tooth Body Connection with Dr. Don Ewing. In this program, you'll learn about precautions and safe practices in order to keep your teeth and the rest of your body at safe and healthy levels of life. Now, here is Dr. Don Ewing. I'm Dr. Dawn Ewing. I'm the Executive Director of the International Academy of Biological Dentistry and Medicine. Years ago, I started off in dentistry only to get out and go into medicine. And I actually started off in emergency medicine, and I saw that so many things were preventable. And you know, in dentistry, it's all about prevention. We try to prevent decay. We try to prevent periodontal disease. And in emergency medicine, I was frustrated that a lot of things that were preventable weren't being done. So I started teaching CPR classes and I started teaching first aid classes. And then it kind of morphed into my curiosity about nutrition and how that would prevent things. So I went back to school and really worked hard on nutrition only to find out about world of naturopaths and alternative medicine. And I ultimately ended up with a PhD in integrative medicine. I came back into the dental arena because really as I was working in integrative medicine, I saw that a lot of things that were wrong with people's health stemmed from something that was going on in their mouth. The International Academy of Biological Dentistry and Medicine is a group of physicians and dentists that understand that concept. They understand that nothing is as good as what God gave you. That enamel that you were born with is precious and that there isn't a man-made material that can replace that. So we, we understand that some of the materials that we do put in people's mouths are more toxic than other materials, and we completely honor things like compatibility testing because some people are allergic to some of the materials that we put in people's mouths. So I took over the academy and got really involved with education and trying to get the word out to the, in the street to lay people. I am super excited today. If you guys knew, it was about six months ago that I had um, been invited to go to the Philippine Dental Association. If you've never been to Asia, it's absolutely beautiful. I know it's quite some distance from where I am here in Texas, but going there really opened my eyes about uh, a lot of things that we take for granted here in the United States, uh, like the basics of something so simple as toilet paper. (laughs) My guests today are actually here with me today, and I'm so excited to have them here. They are two dentists from the Philippines. The first one is Dr. Gabba Nelson, a DMD from around close to the Manila area, and his daughter, who also practices dentistry with him, Dr. Vanessa Nakamaya, and I'm sure I didn't say that quite right, but close enough for right now. Nakayama. Okay, thank you. And so I'd like to introduce the two of them. And Dr. Nelson, if you'll start off and tell uh, the listeners, how did, how did you even choose about getting into dentistry? Oh, firstly, I would like to say hi to everyone. I'm Dr. Nelson Gaba from uh, Manila, Mani- uh, Muntinlupa City in particular. I've been practicing since 1982. Yes, my dad happens to be a dentist, so there goes. I'm and uh, I'm a practicing dentist since 1982, a conventional dentist, and I come to meet a cancer patient when I was practicing uh, maybe about 2001. And that opens my whole life, if I may call it a paradigm shift in my practice, uh, to this profession, their profession I, I call dentistry. And so the cancer patient just started telling you things about dentistry? 
Oh, yes. Yeah. She knocked on my door. I always believe there's always a purpose why two people meet. I, I, I told him, I told her, uh, what am I to do with you? I'm a dentist and you're a cancer patient. And she was just smiling and she told me, it's okay. I'm not expecting you to heal me at this time, but I'm happy you're hearing me out. And I have these three sheets of notes that she would like to share me. And it's all about biological dentistry. And that changed my whole life, you know, if I may say. In those three pages, I come to know what biological dentistry as an introduction. Then from there, I started asking fellow dentists, elders in the profession, but then they would say, oh, don't mind it. It's basically maybe quackery and others would just, you know, shrug me up. And one day I went to a biological MD, a medical doctor, and she was smiling and maybe, you know, caught my thirst for knowledge there. And she gave me this syllabus. It became my Bible for, for a while. And as I go deep in that syllabus, I go reading that. Day by day, I begin to question what I've been doing. It's, there's a lot of science in that notebook, in, the, in that syllabus. And at the end of the syllabus, I found it to, you know, the reference came from the American Academy of Biological Dentistry. Mm. This Google in my country, so I Googled it. Lo and behold, at that time, they're giving a postgraduate seminar in biological dentistry down in Carmel. So I have to leave my practice for a while, my family thousands of miles away, yes, and I have to save up for that. And a funny thing happened. A friend even, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, get a carpool for me from Hollywood area. They're starting from Hollywood, go, going to, to Carmel, to a scenic route. They, he even boasted. And when I was inside the car, they were all biological dentistry there. And that started everything. They speak, we, you know, they understand my lingo. We speak the same lingo, if I may say, at that time. And Carmel was beautiful and all these beautiful people there talking about holistic dentistry. And that started me off. Now I understand why that cancer patient, a cancer patient, Who's dying? You know, I don't know if you have plenty of cancer patients in your place, but we have a lot of them happening, you know. And then when I went back, I came to call her and I said, now I understand what you're trying to say. And she was smiling at me and, and we just began to program. But then, of course, I had to go back to, to the mother association, the American, then called the American Academy of Biological Dentistry, now called the International Academy of Biological Dentistry and Medicine. I have to go back every year to, you know, to, to replenish all the skills and knowledge and talk about the truth, which what's really happening in dentistry. And we started off removing our, our mercury amalgams, looking at those infected root canals and so on. So let me make sure that I understand you. Just like we have to deal with here in the United States, it is not the standard of care to have biological dentistry. Amalgams are still being placed in, in people's mouths by traditional dentists in the Philippines as well. Is yes. that true? Yes, Don. You have to remember, we are a developing country, and amalgams are so cheap. That, you know, a lot of them you know, just afford this type of amalgam, and it's a simple technique that everybody can do. Yes, amalgam is everywhere still in our country. Yes, I, and um, we're going to talk about later where the Philippines are with the, the mercury issue. But what I'd like to do is uh, give Vanessa a chance. So, Vanessa, what I hear is that your grandfather was a dentist, mm -hmm. your dad was a dentist, and so you kind of been raised in this environment where maybe watching your grandpa, it was traditional dentistry. Watching your dad, it was traditional dentistry. But you actually got to watch your dad go through this paradigm shift where uh, the weirdness came in with energy and root canals maybe not being, uh, you know, a completely healthy option and mercury fillings being toxic and the fact that taking them out could harm the dentist as well. So what would make you want to get in to dentistry if he's learning all of this? 
um, being a newly graduate student, it was hard for me to understand because I didn't know the science behind those things. But then eventually, I was the one who was making the PowerPoints and the things that he would share to other people. So I've come to know of the facts and the theories that and the sciences behind all this. So after graduating, I, I asked him if I could also study biological dentistry through Dr. Don, through you. And we emailed the International Academy about it. And then this gave through my scholarship through Dr. Andy Landerman. And then he gave me a chance to be with my dad in the conference last year in Las Vegas. And I got my biological dentistry 101. So I would have a clear understanding of what biological dentistry is. And I would be comfortable in the working environment with him in the clinic. Yes, so I'm so glad that you mentioned that. Dr. Andy Landerman was a great mentor to me as well, and uh, he passed away, um, let's say, a year and a half ago about, and we created a wonderful honorarium in his name where we would find a, a young individual that had a thirst for knowledge and we would help them be able to attend our seminar and get them up to snuff. And so I'm proud to say that Vanessa was our very, very first recipient of that award. And I appreciate that. For you listeners, I'd like you to know that um, Vanessa works in her dad's practice, which is also her practice. So it's a, a joint practice now. And she works, did you say, tell me earlier, six days a week in the practice. And on one day a week, you end up doing a phenomenal job of getting to this hospital to provide care for people in a hospital, uh, dental care for people. Yes, um, I work five days a week in my dad's office. And every Wednesdays, I go to Metropolitan Medical Center that's in Binondo, Manila, and I train there for hospital dentistry, and I treat different people from all walks of life, and there's really a need to to know and be in the healthcare of people, so you would know what kind of treatment would people with less fortunate lives would need, and they would be, should be more educated on how the dentist system goes on what the toxicity or what conventional dentistry could harm their body and their immune system. Great. I really appreciate that. I tell you, we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the nutrition in developing countries. So we'll be right back. Step by step, you made it through the journey of pregnancy. Now your baby is in your arms and you're on the cusp of a new journey, breastfeeding. As a new parent, you receive a lot of advice, much of it conflicting, some of it outdated. Tune into Born to be Breastfed with host Marie Biancuzo to bust through the myths about feeding your baby. Marie and her guests will help you figure out what you can expect and put you on the best and surest path on your breastfeeding journey. Listen every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. The largest syndicated alternative health talk program has come to the Voice America Network. The Dr. Bob Martin Show is the program that will answer your health questions and help you to heal your own body of many different ailments. Each week, you'll hear the answers that Dr. Bob gives to his callers that help them to be their own doctor most of the time. We'll also discuss developments on the health care front and what you need to do to keep your body in top form. The Dr. Bob Martin Show airs Wednesday mornings at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. We are bombarded daily with information about beauty products and anti-aging treatments. Do you know how they have been tested? Are they truly going to make a change or just take the change out of your pocket? Tune in to Shelly's Show and Tell with host Shelly Hancock. We'll bring you the top-rated skincare products and treatments tested by Real Transformation Skin Care Centers. We'll motivate you to make the best changes. Listen Mondays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to the Tooth Body Connection. 
To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to Dr. Don at drdon.net. That's drdon at drdon.net. Now, back to the Tooth-Body Connection. I'm Dr. Dawn Nguyen with the International Academy of Biological Dentistry. If you are looking for a biological dentist, I would encourage you to go to our website, www.iabdm.org. And if you have trouble working your way through that website, you can't find a dentist, you can certainly either call us or you can email me at drdawn at drdawn.net. You know, I wasn't really clear on what a developing country was, and going to the Philippines was not my first time to Asia, but it was my first time to really be outside of a big metropolitan area, uh, even though Manila is quite large. There, it was still a different experience for me. So I'd like to ask the two of you, um, when, when you were talking about nutrition, how is the nutrition different in what we would see maybe here in the United States? When you're talking about nutrition in a developing country, is there something that you're short that, that, that we're not? Well, don't get me wrong now. Um, if you're talking Manila, they are, we're reaching natural resources. We have agricultural products here and there. We have fruits, very nice fruits, uh, uh, plantation all over. It's just that the, the economy, I'm afraid, it's not that, uh, you know, people cannot just afford to buy all this good food. And a lot of times for snacks, if I may say, they would just eat a piece of bread and there's a lot of flour processed products in there. Uh, during meriendas, if we may call it, this our time when uh, um, when people are busy, maybe at, at work, they would just reach out for uh, a biscuit and just do their merienda or their snack there. And, and I'm afraid this is not good, you know, nutrition, especially if, if, if uh, you go on this type of diet every single day. And uh, even though how much brushing and how much flossing you do, it will, you know, basically it will all boils down to what you eat and, and, and before brushing your teeth. No. So toothbrushes and floss, they're readily available? Well, brushing, yes. Flossing, I'm not really sure, but it's being taught now and it's being spread, educated. People are getting educated on that. But they do brush. You see, uh, the dental, the local dental association, the national association, they're trying their best to uh, to, to lower down the prevalence of dental caries or tooth decay in our country. But they, they seem to have, you know, a missing link somewhere because it's not really working. Do they have programs that they, that they use in the elementary schools like we do here? Yes, they do. Yes, they do. And the teachers are doing a good work, you know, educating. But then it all boils down to what's in the pockets of their parents, of the, their mom and dad, and how to, the budget, you know, putting people into school is another, you know, is, is, is hard and, and giving them what to eat, you know, when they get home and when they're in school, that's another story. So they're not given the right food, if I may say. Okay, so let's remind listeners, for those of you that don't know, there are snacks called karyogenic snacks. Those are snacks that promote tooth decay. So when you're looking at things that are basically carbohydrate-based, breads, sweets, things that are sticky, those are going to promote decay. The bacteria that is a, a normal bacteria to be in your mouth will take that carbohydrate, basically eat it. And, uh, of course, in my words, the, the bacteria takes it in, eats it, and then it tinkles on your tooth. So that, that burns a hole in the enamel, that waste product from the, the bacteria. And so if we could choose foods that didn't promote that kind of uh, bacteria from excreting the acids on the tooth, then we would reduce tooth decay. So, Vanessa, I'm going to ask, if you've got a, a young mom and she's in Asia, because we, we're using you as our Asian connection today, what would be good snacks for them to lay out for the kids when they come home? Well, my mom usually prepares sweet potato or kamote 
and fresh fruits in season um, in replacement to any candies or chips. And on what we do is we boil some of the vegetables or have a simple salad. That's basically it. So a salad is a snack. Instead of uh, here in the United States, kids might come home and get a bag of Fritos and a candy bar and a soda. And so that's... Oh, carrots would be a good snack. Yes, yes, good snack. So things that kind of can clean the teeth just in the way of debriding them because it's a crunchy food for them to eat. Okay, great. I appreciate that. Are there... Uh, Do you run across the same things in the school systems that we have problems here where vending machines, like in high schools, the kids can get anything from the vending machine, and so it's very popular to have sodas. Is that such a problem in Asia? Well, it's much a different setting in Asia, Southeast Asia, Manila, if I may say in particular. If we have, like a meal, we would, you know, grab something like an instant noodle, you know, that thing that's packed, mm-hmm. and you just have to place boiling water on it. That by itself is a meal already. Okay, that's basically, uh, you know, a meal in our, in our country. So what I'm saying is the tradition is not there. And just to, to place something hot and, and that will fill the stomach, you know, with, give a good smile already, you know, for today. So and this happens not only in schools. It happens. These things happen also at workplaces, you know, uh, companies and banks and and all that. It does happen. A quick meal can be a biscuit or rice noodles, you know, instant noodles. Allow me to mention. Uh, uh, it, it came to my mind now. It just came to my mind that uh, there was one time a uh, dentist who happens to be also a scientist. His name is Weston Price. Mm-hmm. Okay, now, uh, he happens to be, he loves going outings, going to the mountains and tribes, something like that. And one time on the, on the, on the mountains, he met a tribe now, okay, tribesmen. You know, amidst the dark skin, what was a nice, beautiful smile. Yeah. A dentist, as he is, he asked, you know, one of them to open their mouth, and he, he even gave him a nice smile, and he noticed. He was curious. Not much tooth decay in that area. You have to remember, there's no dental clinic there, no toothbrush, no floss. But, you know, there's so much good teeth. And what do they eat? All this food available in their surroundings, may it be meat or vegetari- or vegetables or whatsoever, no processed food, no McDonald's, if I may say, no. Uh, you know, in our country we call it Jollibee. Everybody has you know a favorite uh, you know place now, mm-hmm. hamburger place, if I may say, and that's what I'm saying. Sometimes it all boils down to what you place inside your mouth. That's true. Your choice of food, your diet. For those of you that don't know, Weston Price was a dentist who started doing research with a lot of the indigenous tribes. And he did find that when he opened people's mouths and looked inside, for the most part, they weren't crooked teeth. They were nice, nice, perfect arches. And there was very, very low incidence of decay. Matter of fact, in one of the tribes, I think he only found three people who had a cavity at all. And then when he went back and visited them, after they had been introduced to Western foods, processed sugar, he started seeing children that had crooked arches. Their teeth didn't fit in the arch because the sugar was stunting the child's growth, and they had rampant decay. So Weston Price is really the one that kind of realized that nutrition plays a huge part. So if you're in an area where you don't have ready access to a dentist, you certainly have ready access to good food. And, it, you know, if you love your children, you're going to try to do whatever you can to promote good dental health and good health for them all in all. So this is a tip of something that you can do. Now, I'm curious, you guys are, are able to practice biological dentistry in the Philippines. Uh, if someone has a mouthful of amalgams, I'm going to remind the listeners that this is a what you would call a silver filling. It's 50% mercury. So we call it a, a mercury amalgam filling, amalgam being the operative word that it's a combination of different metals. 
So if you were to have that amalgam removed and no precautions were taken, you would actually be exposed to a higher amount of mercury than if you just left it in place. So I'm not encouraging people to rush out to a dentist and have their amalgams removed. Please, please, please hit our website, get more information, email me if you need to so that we don't uh, have a problem with people getting sick or getting this done. But if they came to your clinic, and I know there's a couple of clinics in the Philippines that are able to offer safe mercury removal, uh, what kind of things do you have in your office to help? Okay. To start off, maybe... You have to make sure that there's the safe standard of care, making sure that the patient won't be exposed to mercury vapor and, and swallowing mercury in their mouth. So we usually place a uh, oxygen source in the patient's nose so that she can, uh, they can inhale mercury as we drill on them. And, of course, a rubber dam should isolate the tooth from the rest of the tooth, Okay. And we place resp- elephant respirators in them. And then we make sure that the patient is covered completely so that the, the amalgam particles would then be inhaled or swallowed. And the dental assistants would wear something like a surgical gown so that all the particles wouldn't be sticking to them or be inhaled by them. Okay, removing mercury is quite a task. One should be not only thinking of of uh, the patient, she should also be thinking of their staff, you know, protecting the staff, yes. Okay, so I appreciate that. When we come back from break, I am super curious about how people can get in touch with either you or Dr. Vanessa. So we've been speaking with Dr. Gabba Nelson and with Dr. Vanessa Nakayama, and I want to make sure that um, we're able to get any questions if anybody emails in. So we'll be right back. Much of the time, the illnesses that people feel are simply symptoms, and they mask the root cause of what the real health problem is. You can take back control of your own health, starting with Billionaire Healthcare. This program is hosted by Ashley Black and Dari Samia. Our program will introduce you to fascia, which is the knowledge of the living matrix. This bit of knowledge can bring you the health secrets that only the rich and famous have known until now. Listen Mondays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health & Wellness. What causes us to be sick? We're not talking about the actual illness or the scientific cause of illnesses. We're talking about your body and health. Listen for the healing whisper of Return to Peace. Each week, host Dr. Marianne Chase shows you how to listen to your heart to identify poor health, stress, and disease. You'll learn how to heal energetically and spiritually as well as physically. It's time to depend less on the drugs and more on the heart. The Healing Whisper airs live every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health & Wellness. If you hear a dog barking or an angel singing, then you know that you are listening to Waking Up in America. Heard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific Time, Valerie Kirkard and all of her friends will bring you powerful and humorous discussions that raise thoughts and give you insight on how to live your life to its fullest potential. Adventure is always a must on Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific. You are listening to the Tooth Body Connection. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to Dr. Don at drdon.net. That's drdon at drdon.net. Now, back to the Tooth Body Connection. Yes, I'm returning here, and we've got two wonderful guests with us here in uh, Houston, Texas. We've got two dentists from Manila, Philippines, and we've been sharing different ideas. And, you know, I I want the Asian connection to be able to have a way to get in touch with you afterwards. We have done some very good seed planting of 
uh, going down to the Philippines and trying to educate not only dentists but physicians about heavy metal toxicity and the problems with root canals. If somebody is listening to this show and they're in Asia, and of course, you are a- always able to email me. But if you wanted to email one of our two guests today, I'm going to suggest that you use the following email address. D-O-C-G underscore B-I-O-D-E-N-T at yahoo.com. It looks like Doc G underscore Biodent at yahoo.com. If you'd like to see their website, you can go to www. Y-O-U-R-H-O-L-I-S-T-I-C-D-E-N-T-I-S-T.com. That looks like www.yourholisticdentist.com. What a great name. You know, I'd love to give the two of you an opportunity. Um, I recognize that not everybody speaks English, and you have a native tongue in the Philippines. So I, I wish that you take just a moment here to express to the people of the Philippines, the people of Asia, what a biological dentist is. Okay. If I may say it in Tagalog, ang biological dentistry ay isang practice ng dentistra na Iniisip ang kabuuhan hindi lang yung ganda, hindi lang yung tibay, kundi kung anong magiging epekto nito sa buong pangangatawan ng tao. It covers a lot of things, pati na yung nutrisyon, yung iyong kinakain, pati na yung mga kailangan ng katawan mo para maging matibay, yung immune system mo. So, ito ay, uh, it, it covers not just the teeth, hindi lang ngipin, tuloy-tuloy yan hanggang sa yung buong pangangatawan kasi kung anong gagawin mo sa ipin mo kung anong ilalagay mo sa ipin mo kung paano mo ngangalagaan yung ipin mo maapektuhan ang buong katawan mo thank you at magandang bagay din na pinag-aaralan natin yung mga bagay na nilalagay natin sa bibig natin para mabigyan nating importansya hindi lang yung sarili natin kung hindi kung ano yung ilalagay natin sa sarili natin para mas naintindihan natin kung ano yung mga ito at mas maganda na nagre-research tayo from time to time para malaman natin kung ano yung maganda at hindi magandang epekto ng mga bagay na ito. At mag, magkaroon tayo ng real, realization na mas maigi na prevention is always good and curing yourself through nutrition and consulting your doctor with an idea na alam mo na kung ano yung problema gusto mo malaman kung ano yung sagot doon sa problemang yun at kung paano gagamutin yung problemang yun. Thank you. I appreciate that. So, I know that um, in biological dentistry, it's not just the amalgams that are a problem. We talked about conventional dentistry believes that you should save a tooth at all cost. And that means basically taxidermying a tooth if the decay gets into the pulp, which is the, the nerve of the tooth. So, if someone is weighted... Uh, to have decay addressed, and the decay is actually into the nerve of the tooth. What is it you do in your practice if someone comes in and says, you know, I have a toothache, and you look at the x-ray, and you see, wow, this tooth is, you know, the decay is down into the nerve of the tooth. Okay. Firstly, we examine and do the initial assessment of decays. We take some radiographs or some x-rays, and... uh, Make sure, of course, we need to make sure that we do the best we can first to save the tooth. When I say save the tooth, I want it alive, not saving the tooth dead, you know. A lot of times they would say, well, let's save the tooth, but they, you know, they're pertaining to root canals and all. But I, you know, I just want all my organs inside my body alive and all those blood, white blood cells going inside there you know, replenishing, replenishing good tissue, uh, good uh, juices, nutrients. So I try my best to save the tooth alive. And if in case uh, it's really not savable, 
every patient has the right to be informed. Every patient has the right for options. Every patient has the right. So what I'm saying is I, I do my best to explain things to them, give their options, but I always say, don't just believe on what doctors would say. I tell them, don't just believe what Dr. Gaba would tell you. It's your body, I would suggest. You do your research, okay? So I give them options, and from there, the decision would always be theirs. Okay. So in, in, for those of you that um, have followed me before, usually a biological dentist will try to save the tooth. We do as much prevention as possible. When it gets to the point that the tooth is really pooped out, there are still biological dentists that will try to do the best job at a root canal they can, but they will usually inform the patient it's not possible to get out all the flesh. It's not possible to sterilize the tooth. So you're going to be living with a chronic low-grade infection. The other option is to have the tooth removed, which is drastic, but... I mean, you've gotten yourself into this position, and like Dr. Gabba said, I personally would not like to be living with something dead and decaying in my body. I wouldn't want to have a tooth that's taxidermied. And because I started off in dentistry, teeth are so valuable for me that I actually would mourn the loss of a tooth. We've also talked about the fact that biological dentistry, because it involves more than the standard of care, is actually more costly than regular dentistry. And I want to impress the point that you guys have to understand that the reason that they are here in the United States right now is they have come to learn about ozone therapy and to take ozone therapy back to the Philippines and train other doctors so that they can use ozone in so many different ways. It's it's amazing how healing it is and how many things can be taken care of by cleaning up the tissue and and using ozone and how dedicated they have to be to try to even get equipment back to be able to use it in their country. So what is your, uh, what was the most fascinating thing in the course that you just took? If if you're talking about, a while ago you were pertaining to how to save the tooth. I think this is the next tool that I can relatively and significantly use on my last resort on saving the tooth, <clears throat> if I may say, because we're talking ozone can go to the farthest, the smallest, the narrowest of a space inside the tooth and the bone, and it can reach those areas as if it has a mind of its own. Reaching those areas, you know, eliminating bacteria, parasites, viruses, what have you, all the bugs there. And then from there, it's clean, sterilized, it's infected, infected free, and just helping the immune system out may, may at least save the tooth. So I look forward and I'm very excited to using this very important tool. It's worth thousands of miles, how many flights we did. And of course, I have to thank you personally, Dawn, for accommodating <laughs> us. And uh, yes, the Philippines needs the ozone and, and, of course, if I, if I have the chance, me and Vanessa, Dr. Vanessa, we would like to share it also in the whole of Asia. Of course, they want it. So let me ask you, Dr. Vanessa, uh, is, it as, is it preached as much in Asia as it is here in the United States that you should see your dentist twice a year and get your teeth cleaned? Yes, it is the same thing. But then it, it depends if the patient needs more than... Uh, a few months to clean again their teeth to visit. I think it depends from one patient to the other because they have different diets. Now, with that, we sometimes tell our patients to come earlier than the six-month period. Certainly. Yes. Well, the reason that I was asking is I have a friend that uh, she's actually a dental hygienist in Texas, and she's from Vietnam. And when she came here to the United States um, and she decided to become a dental hygienist, she made a comment that she felt compelled to work in a um, Vietnamese dental office because in Vietnam they were not being coached on how to brush and floss and there was a high incidence of periodontal disease. So, you know, periodontal disease here in the United States, my goodness, you know, the statistics show that it's 80% of the adult population. So the ozone is amazing when it comes to periodontal. I mean, we're able to... Uh, look at 
the microscope. And today you guys got to see the microscope and then we're able to use the ozone after that and then be able to uh, take another slide and see that you've basically killed everything. And it doesn't last for forever, so the patient has to come back and be retreated. But I was very curious about the the preachings of how often you need to see a dentist and whether dentists are available for the average population. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. In, in Asia, all of Asia, dentists are more, you know, accessible now? Well, yes. Um, I would say... Um, if there's a new building, almost always, I can speak into Philippines now, there's always a, a beauty parlor and a dental clinic, if I may say. So it's there, you know, there's a lot of dentists all over now. Okay, that's good. All right, well, we're going to be taking another short break, and I'm going to remind listeners that if you want to go to Dr. Gabba and Dr. Vanessa's website, it is www.com yourholisticdentist.com and certainly if you want to find a biological dentist in your area you can go to our website iabdm.org we'll be right back You want to have the highest quality of life possible, and you want to live as healthy a life as possible, so you can do everything you want to do. But there are all kinds of myths with regard to what's right, what's healthy, and what is best. Debunk that misinformation by tuning into Shattering the Status Quo with Dr. Michael Quast. You should be able to make your own choices with your health and your life, and you should be well-informed to make those choices. Tune in every Wednesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Transformational healing includes energy medicine as well as hands-on healing. Tune in every week to Transformational Healing with Dr. Bonnie Morrow. If you want to know more about the business and science of energy fields, chakras, and the medical and spiritual community, join our expert guests as we work together to bring you closer to your personal health vision. Transformational Healing is heard live every Thursday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Do you feel that you aren't at your best when it comes to your personal health? Even if your doctor gives you a clean bill of health and says everything is in working order, perhaps you aren't feeling at the top of your game. Dr. Rebecca Risk overcame pain and fatigue despite all tests to the contrary. Learn how she put her health back on track and how you can too on Falling Through the Cracks. Live every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Explore the power of natural healing with Howard Strauss. Join us each week for an informative program that will help you learn effective healing methods using natural remedies. Howard's guests include top researchers, authors, and experts who will share their views on a variety of natural products and healing methods that really work. Tune in to The Power of Natural Healing with Howard Strauss, Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health & Wellness Channel. You are listening to the Tooth Body Connection. To reach the show today, please call 1 866 472 5792. Again, that's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to Dr. Don at drdon.net. That's drdon at drdon.net. Now, back to the Tooth Body Connection. We are today speaking with two dentists from the Philippines. For those of you that are curious about how dentistry is different in a developing country, um, you know, I I had the opportunity years ago to work with a dentist that went down to uh, Guatemala, another one that went down to South America, and they were in such a, a remote area that they had to take in helmets with flashlights on them, and they had to take in mini generators and, you know, pedal pumped to run a drill. And so certainly your clinic is not like that because I've been down there and seen that it's, you know, really up to date. And I want to encourage anybody who's in the Philippines to come by your office because it's beautiful and um, accessible for individuals. But when we're talking about dentistry and the biological arena, 
there are so many things that encompass not just the removal of mercury and and that's a you want to make sure and get it done in a safe way and not just the root canal issue but it encompasses more than that we get into how a tooth is removed when a tooth is removed we want to remove the periodontal ligament and you know you wouldn't give birth to a baby and leave the afterbirth in it just wouldn't happen so if a woman has a miscarriage, she generally has a DNC in order to clean out all that tissue so that it's fresh and it generates again. Can you tell me how an extraction is done in your office and how it differs from what you used to do before you were biological? Don't removing teeth is basically not just removing the problem area. It's also expecting bone to regenerate out or to fill up that space after removing the infected teeth. So when you go to a clinic, if you have really poorly infected teeth, and you have no choice but to pull it, well, I would suggest you go on a dentist that would not just pull teeth, as I've said, but make sure that all those periodontal ligaments are this. These are the tissues that usually holds the, the tooth to the bone. It's, it's that junction now. And to be removed because it's necrotic or it's also disease, okay? It's also sick ligaments. So you have to slowly scrape it off, remove it. And if you can find those mushy uh, or, or decayed part of the bone, because you have to remember, decay, uh, bacteria did not just leave in the teeth. It goes out of the teeth and down the socket where the bone is. So you have to remove that extra layer of bone there, making sure you... You have good, fresh bone so that it will completely heal. It will completely regenerate, if I may say. Yes. So, Dr. Vanessa, I'm sure you've had some experiences where if a tooth is not removed with the periodontal ligament is stripped out, then what Dr. Gabba was saying is true. The bone won't fill in completely, and we end up with a void, and oftentimes we call that void a cavitation. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure in your experience, because you're actually in there removing teeth um, can, can you tell us what's the process as far as stripping out? Are you using a, a dental drill to do that? Are you using a handheld instrument, a spoon, to go in and, and clean out that ligament? So after the tooth has been removed and we made sure that we put saline solution or ozone water in it, we I scrape it out with a curette, scrape it out really well and, and see the amount of bone, if it's good or if it has um, necrotic bone on it. And then after which, I make sure that I scrape off the necrotic tissue. And boy, those necrotic tissue really smell bad. And then I irrigate it very well to make sure that the bone is really in good condition. And I burr out some of the necrotic bone um, because the bone that is pearl white is really nice and it would agree to to have new bone growth in that area and after which we suture it and make sure that nothing no no nothing no amount of food can enter to that socket okay so you just you know, clean up the socket and then suture it nice and tight so nothing gets in it so i'm curious you know it's become very popular here in the united states to do uh, invisalign or oral DNA appliances, which are metal-free orthodontics. Has that gotten to the Philippines yet? Well, yes, it does, but uh, not everybody does it still because it's still limited to some offices. Okay. So when we're talking about uh, things like snore guards, are you able to provide that in, in the country yet? Or do you have specialists that provide instead of a CPAP? looking at using a, a dental appliance? Well, there are appliances, yes. Some people, some specialists would use that too. Okay, to yeah. open the airway. That's so right. anybody who's interested in that can tack on to some of our past shows where we've actually talked about some different ways instead of using CPAP machines and in, instead of the, the nickel orthodontics, there are some mm. Invisalign trays that mm. um, you don't have to have adjustments done. It's much easier for the patient to clean their teeth because they remove the plastic trays, clean their teeth, and then put the trays back in. And the time in the orthodontics is actually less than it uh, normally is. 
I would love to say that uh, we'll be able to come back to the Philippines at some time to be able to introduce more dentists to biological dentistry, but I am proud to say that you are not the only biological dentist in the Philippines. So if someone gets in touch with you, um, you would be able to help direct them to a couple of other, you know, if you're not able to get in right away to see either Dr. Gabber or Dr. Uh, Vanessa, you're fortunate enough to have at least a couple of others. Realize I have some countries where there aren't any biological dentists that are. So in parts of Asia, you may be forced to actually be getting on a plane and going to Manila in order to enjoy the practice of biological dentistry. I want to touch base on you know, some of the things that we're going to be having coming up soon. And thank the two of you for coming and interviewing today. Um, this next uh, week, we should have some different topics for you. Please be in touch with our website. You'll see some of the topics that we've had in the past. You know, as always with Voice America and the Wellness Channel, you are able to go back and listen to past shows, and we have had some fantastic shows with all kinds of different topics from uh, uh, the oral oral DNA appliance, Um, but we have some exciting things coming up in the future where we will be talking about dental DNA and taking samples and finding out the specific bacteria that you have in your mouth. So I am super excited to bring you things that are on the cutting edge, and that is one of our mottos that You know, the IABDM is redefining the cutting edge, and we do just that. And encourage you to email me your questions. We did a show where it was nothing but emailed questions. Just if you've got a question, you can bank on it that somebody else has that very same question. So we would love to uh, thank all our listeners for listening to us. And until next week, thanks again. Thank you again for tuning in to the Tooth Body Connection. Please join your host, Dr. Don Ewing, again next Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We'll talk again about a healthy mouth and a healthy body next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.